Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into the building blocks of life with Genome by Matt Ridley. Step into an enthralling exploration of the human body at its most fundamental level the genetic sequences that not only constitute our unique identities, but intertwine to form the tapestry of life on Earth. Ridley intricately outlines the core concepts of genetics, shedding light on the profound influences genes have on aspects such as aging, disease, susceptibility, and even the nuances of our personalities. As an esteemed member of the English House of Lords and a recipient of accolades for his literary contributions, Ridley brings to bear his extensive knowledge distilled into a narrative that's as informative as it is riveting. With prior influential works including The Red Queen, The Rational Optimist, and The Agile Gene, Ridley is no stranger to presenting complex scientific ideas in an accessible and engaging manner. Genome is a must-read for students captivated by biology and genetics, individuals keen to unravel the mysteries of biological versus societal determinism, and the lay reader seeking to comprehend the intricate mechanics of genetics that define our very being. Join us as we unlock the secrets coded within our DNA and ponder the immense implications for the future of healthcare and personal wellness. Genome, the Autobiography of a Species, in 23 Chapters. Introduction, Unraveling the Hidden Code Within Us, The Saga of the Human Genome and Its Implications. Imagine holding a treasure map that leads to the deepest secrets of humanity. This is the scope of what the human genome offers us. Upon its monumental completion in 2003, the Human Genome Project bequeathed science and society alike with our life's blueprint, a detailed genetic draft with profound insights into who we are as a species. The word genome refers to the complete set of genetic instructions found in an organism. In humans, it's a vast encyclopedia of data tucked away in nearly every cell of our bodies. Ponder that for a moment. Every cell functions as a diminutive repository housing the guidebook for human development, growth, and health. These cells aren't just building blocks. They're sophisticated archives, preserving the history and potential course of our lives. But our biological narrative is one shared by many. Surprisingly, we share a significant percentage of our genetic makeup with other organisms. From the fruit flies in science labs to the furry members of our households, we find startling genetic parallels. It's a humbling revelation underscoring our connection to life around us. What's more, evolution hasn't clocked out just yet. We're not static beings. Our genetic material is ever subject to change and adaptation, much like the world we inhabit. Human evolution carries on inconspicuously, with our genes accruing subtle modifications over generations. With the human genome laid bare, the doors to understanding are swung wide open. The complexities, the predilections, and even the predispositions to certain diseases are enshrined in our DNA's labyrinthine structure. As we decode this labyrinth, we come face to face with intimate knowledge about the mechanics of life itself. This journey through genetic landscapes illuminates a bounty of biological enigmas. For instance, 
Consider the adaptability of bacteria. These microscopic organisms are masters of genetic hopscotch, pilfering bits of DNA from their environment to equip themselves against threats like antibiotics. Here's where humans stand apart. We are not nearly as versatile. Our adaptations take considerably longer to manifest, a testament to the intricate, drawn-out dance of human genetics. Then there's the conundrum of cancer, a cruel testament to the imperfections within our genome. Cancer cells exhibit a frightening form of immortality by eluding the usual cellular expiry date. They replicate without cessation, disregarding the body's regulatory cues, and in doing so, narrate a dark side of cellular autonomy gone awry. This odyssey isn't merely academic. It carries practical, ethical, and existential weight. As we grapple with the knowledge our genome offers, we stand at the forefront of deciding how to apply it. In unlocking the human code, have we gained the wisdom to use it responsibly? As science strides further, it's not just about what we can do with our genes, but what we should do that forms the crux of the ongoing dialogue. Step into the realm of genetics, embrace yourself for a voyage of understanding that transcends the boundaries of what we thought we knew about ourselves. As we dive into the revelations of the human genome, let's explore the intricate tales woven into our DNA, tales of origin, evolution, and destiny. And part one, step inside the epic saga encoded in our DNA. In the annals of human achievement, a milestone was etched on June 26, 2000, when world leaders declared a milestone event, the sequencing of the human genome. This breakthrough heralded our era's Leonardo da Vinci or Gutenberg moment, for we unlocked the grand compendium that narrates the essence of life's blueprint, our DNA. This accomplishment was like uncovering the ultimate manuscript of existence, a tome intricately written over millennia. The human genome is akin to a biological scripture, chronicling the odyssey from the primordial soup to modern man. To appreciate this scientific marvel, one must understand the ABCs of genetics. Consider our genome to be a vast library, with shelves holding 23 pairs of chromosomes. These chromosomes, resembling the letter X, cradle our genetic narratives, the genes. Each pair is unique, differing in length and in the tales, that is, the genes and they carry. Within each gene lies a segment of DNA, deoxyribonucleic acid, composed of strings of four molecular protagonists, adenine, A, cytosine, C, guanine, G, and thymine, T. These molecules match up in pairs across the double helix of DNA, spelling out the instructions for life in a language of A's, C's, G's, and T's. Envision this genomic composition as an extensive anthology, one that contains intricately woven short stories within its chapters collectively composing the most comprehensive volume about us. This genetic tome, containing over a billion words, is arguably the most complex narrative ever discovered, each chapter unveiling a part of the grand continuum of existence. What's utterly astounding is how the vast encyclopedia of our genes, amounting to thousands, is compactly organized into the minuscule confines of a cell's nucleus, one so small it could perch on a pin's tip. This nucleus is no less than a miraculous vault, 
safeguarding the epic of evolution. Dive into the texts of our genome and you'll trace life's progression from simple bacteria to complex human beings, discern patterns that have molded the human form and untangle the origins of diseases that have vexed our kind. This genetic document also holds the secrets to our love of the ocean's caress or the causes behind an affliction like Huntington's disease. Prepare to embark on a journey that deciphers the enigmatic chapters defining humanity's core. Each segment of our genome unfurls a fragment of the diverse tapestry that is human life, a life written in the indelible ink of our DNA. Part 2. Human Uniqueness Redefined Our DNA tells us evolution's story is far from over. It's a tempting notion to consider ourselves the grand finale in the symphony of evolution, the crown of natural selection's labor, as Homo sapiens thrive and spread across the globe. While our primate cousins encounter threats of extinction, it seems as if we've conquered the evolutionary ladder. Yet, when viewed through the lens of genetics, our exceptionalism becomes a matter of perspective. The human genome, when held up against the great tapestry of life, reveals a startling degree of kinship with other species. This shared genetic heritage poses a profound question. Are we truly the pinnacle of evolution? Remarkably, our genetic script differs from that of chimpanzees, a species often considered our closest living relatives, by a mere 2%. Variations so minor have led to significant distinctions, such as our larger brains and lesser hair, from just a slender slice of genomic divergence. But it's not just chimpanzees. We share much of our DNA with the vast collective of animalia, each species with its own evolutionary journey sketched in genes. A pivotal plot twist in our tale is the presence of one less chromosome pair compared to chimpanzees. Far from being an error, it's as though two chapters in their book merged to form one in ours, a significant edit in the genetic manuscript of humanity. The legacy of our shared lineage whispers of ancient common ancestors. Eons ago, a group of primates stood at evolution's fork in the road, one path leading to today's chimpanzees, the other winding through time to us. Evolution, however, doesn't scrawl its narrative in short, hasty sentences. It pens its adaptational prose, generation by generation. Each successive draft becomes better suited to flourish under Earth's ever-fluctuating conditions. Bacteria show us the swiftness of adaptability in real time. As microscopic short-lived organisms, they've spun evolutionary yarns that humans would take millennia to craft. The same genetic transformations that our lineage traced over millions of years, bacteria can replicate in a mere quarter century. This speed allows them to quickly tailor their genetic ensembles to the planet's changing environmental fashions. In our own species, natural selection continues to wield its influence subtly. Homo sapiens, once smaller in stature, has stretched skywards in response to enhanced nutrition and living standards. Though our evolutionary tempo crawls in comparison to bacteria, change is etched in our genomes nonetheless. Our genetic terrain makes it clear we are not evolution's curtain call. Each genetic shuffle, each replication, sows the seeds for future variation. We stand not at the end, but within an ongoing story, a narrative of biological fluidity.
where the next chapter of human evolution awaits its turn to unfold. Part 3. Deciphering the Deadly Enigmas of Genetic Diseases Through the Human Genome The intricate web of our genetic makeup does more than sculpt our physical features. It also weaves in threads that can predispose us to certain fatal diseases. Understanding the genome has allowed us to uncover the root of devastating genetic conditions such as Huntington's disease, providing a foundation for biological diagnoses that were once shrouded in mystery. Genetic anomalies, like the mutations responsible for Huntington's disease, do not play favorites. This relentless illness sets its stage within the brain, gradually eroding an individual's ability to control their movements. The grim reality of Huntington's is its confinement to neither cure nor escape. Its inheritance can cast a shadow over future generations. Herein lies a conundrum. The same gene linked to Huntington's disease resides within us all. It's the number of times a particular sequence within that gene is repeated that catapults an individual from the realm of carriers to sufferers. A threshold exists, surpassed 39 exact repetitions of this sequence, and the gene becomes a ticking time bomb for Huntington's. Envision the human genome magnified, elongated, so each gene unfurls along the Earth's circumference, a span of some 24,000 miles. In this grand scale of genetic narrative, the script determining Huntington's would scarcely fill an inch. Such is the potency of our DNA. A mere inch spells the difference between health and a progressive, painful demise. The fatal sequence at the heart of Huntington's disease spells out as CAG, cytosine, adenine, guanine. When this trio recurs excessively, the dark promise of the disease looms near. Huntington's is not alone in this pattern of devastation. There are at least five other known illnesses arising from such repeat mutations. Repeat mutations hold a particularly treacherous potential. Each cellular division provides an opportunity for error, a slip in the genomic story that can churn out a lethal edit. For those facing Huntington's, the knowledge gleaned from the genome provides the power of foresight, yet it hinges on a paradox. The decision to undergo diagnosis is fraught with the heavy knowledge that understanding one's genetic doom offers no key to outrun it. The human genome, then, is not solely a record of life's potential but also a ledger of its fragilities. As we continue to peel back the layers of our genetic blueprint, we're confronted with the complexities of life's genetic lottery, where some, through no fault of their own, inherit a harrowing chapter written in the ink of their very DNA. Part 4. Exploring the Enigmatic Junk DNA and its Unexpected Role In the cosmic library of our cellular blueprint, the human genome, a curious narrative twist exists. As scientists ventured into the genetic text that sculpts our individuality, they anticipated a riveting read packed with every word serving a crucial purpose. But the human genome's storyline is peculiar, peppered with vast tracts of seemingly nonsensical sequences. This narrative detritus, or junk DNA as it was dubbed, comprises a staggering proportion of our genetic material. Far from the lean, meticulously edited manual they envisioned, 
researchers discovered that roughly 97% of our genetic script was filler content, a muddle of repetitive and obscure sequences without apparent meaning or function. Earlier, researchers had held an assumption that every gene within our DNA played an essential role, akin to a perfectly tuned orchestra, where each instrument contributes to the overall symphony. The reality, though, was a vast collection of redundant paragraphs, akin to finding bookshelves in the Library of Congress filled with volumes of gibberish. Despite its designation as junk, this genetic flotsam is not merely innocuous clutter. Some sequences trace back to ancient viruses, a testament to a primordial battle waged when our bodies sought to nullify these invaders by entombing them within our genome. As if harboring tales of microbial conquest wasn't enough, junk DNA poses its own risks to our narrative threads. Their capricious nature can spawn tumors and wreak havoc elsewhere in the genetic tale, nurturing illnesses or triggering catastrophic cellular events. Yet amongst the chaos of these genetic cast-offs, there's a glimmer of utility. One prime example is DNA fingerprinting, a technique that reads the unique pattern of repetition embedded within our genetic detritus. Much like a novelist's idiosyncratic style can identify their work, these repetitive genetic sequences, which vary distinctly from person to person, can pin down an individual's unique genetic identity. With each family member possessing slightly variant duplication rhythms, these genetic markers etch a personalized signature within our genome, rendering it a powerful tool in modern forensics. The plot of junk DNA thickens when one considers the possibilities it might hold. Once deemed worthless, these silent genetic passages invite us to question what secrets they may yet reveal. As we delve deeper into the human genome, the question lingers, what hidden narratives, what undiscovered roles might this junk play in the profound saga of human life? Part 5. The Surprising Influence of Genes on Personality Traits Often, we like to think that our personalities are the result of soul-searching, life experiences, and conscious choices. But what if the roots of our identity dig deeper into the fertile soil of our genome? The notion that you can sculpt your personality independent of genetics is challenged by the revelations in the genetic code. The chemistry coursing through your brain, dictated in part by your genes, plays a pivotal role in shaping who you are. Take, for instance, a gene residing on chromosome 11, tasked with the production of dopamine receptors. Dopamine, a chemical messenger linked to pleasure and reward in the brain, influences a spectrum of personality traits. The genetic sequence responsible for dopamine receptors decides their efficiency, and a mutation causing abnormalities in this sequence can lead to a range of outcomes. A downward tilt in dopamine may leave you wrestling with indecision, while a steeper deficit is associated with Parkinson's disease. Conversely, a dopamine deluge might skirt the edges of schizophrenia. The genetic layers influencing personality are many, with estimates suggesting upward of 500 genes casting their sway on various aspects of your temperament. Yet, before you view your character as a predestined affair, ensnared in your DNA, Consider the environment's transformative power. The same timidity that's woven into the fabric of a shy child 
may unravel under the nurturing influence of an extroverted family. The genetic chapters of our personalities are, indeed, influential, but they're not definitive. Societal structures like family, education, and peer groups act as critical co-authors, refining and sometimes rewriting parts of our genetic narratives. Embracing our genetic predispositions may not be a cause for alarm, but a step towards self-awareness. Acknowledging that some of our quirks and inclinations have genetic roots can offer a sense of relief. Rather than rationalize or rebuff these traits, we can view them as intrinsic threads in the tapestry of our identity, not flaws to be excised but facets to be understood. This acceptance becomes not a resignation but an empowerment to navigate life's journey appreciating the nuanced blend of nature and nurture that defines our individuality. Part 6. Decoding the Genetic Script of Aging and Its Evolutionary Purpose The narrative of aging is one that unfolds within us all, a subplot indelibly written into our genes that creeps into the limelight as years pass. But have you ever stopped to ponder why we age? The answer we find is intricately tied to the ebb and flow of natural selection. This grand theory of life, penned by none other than Charles Darwin, gives us a framework for understanding the role of aging in the biological manuscript of our existence. The logic of evolution demands that parents endure long enough to shield and nurture their offspring until they reach reproductive age, ensuring the lineage marches on. The ancestral architects of our genome have thus crafted a code that keeps the machinery of youth in full swing through those vital parenting years. It's a system fine-tuned to favor survival until the baton of genes can be securely passed to the next generation. However, once the offspring soar out of the proverbial nest, the stark rationales of evolution find little purpose in the maintenance of their progenitors. It's as though the gene-directed warranty on our bodies expires around the time we hit 55, with senescence waiting in the wings as our descendants begin their own sagas of survival and reproduction. This evolutionary trajectory explains why youth is mostly spared from the scourge of grave illnesses. Our genome, like an attentive guardian, holds potentially harmful genetic inclinations at bay during our prime years. But as the clock ticks past our peak reproductive milestones, these genetic protections begin to wane and age-associated ailments like cancer begin to emerge. The crux of aging lies at the microscopic tail ends of our chromosomes, in structures known as telomeres. These genetic buffer zones, akin to the aglets on shoelaces, safeguard our genetic material during replication. Yet, with each cell division, a sliver of telomere is snipped away, and the relentless cycle of cell replication gradually nibbles at these protective ends. This process is the embodiment of aging an incremental erosion of our chromosomal guardians. In a cruel twist of fate, while normal human cells are lack the key to immortality, cancer cells usurp it. They possess the gene for telomerase, an enzyme acting as a fountain of youth that replenishes telomeres, bestowing these rogue cells with the gift of endless replication, an escape from the grasp of aging. And so, the narrative of aging is both a story of evolutionary necessity and a tale of biological irony. 
Our bodies age because the drama of life is fundamentally concerned with the survival of the young, while the harbingers of death, cancer cells, snag the secret to perpetual life, thriving in defiance of time's decree. Part 7. Unlocking the potential of genetic engineering in the dawn of a new genetic epoch. We've ventured through the labyrinth of the human genome and seen its capacity to weave both beauty and affliction into the fabric of our existence. But as we stand at the cusp of a new era, we're not just passive readers of our genetic narrative, we're becoming authors, capable of rewriting sections of the DNA script to combat the most formidable diseases. Gene therapy, one of the novel frontiers in genetic science, has emerged as a beacon of hope. It operates on a simple yet revolutionary premise. If a disease is written into our genes, why not edit the manuscript? The approach is to augment the body's battle against illness by inserting carefully selected genes into the afflicted cells, essentially reprogramming them to resist disease. Cancer, the malady that steals a life every minute in the United States alone, has become a prime target for this groundbreaking therapy. Researchers tirelessly labor to halt the relentless cycle of growth and metastasis that characterizes this pervasive enemy, and gene therapy stands as a pivotal weapon in their arsenal. Yet, for all its promise, gene therapy's tale is entangled with ethical thorns and moral quandaries. The idea of genetic modification has long been met with trepidation and controversy. Novel technologies often evoke images of a Frankensteinian hubris, the creation of something ostensibly unnatural. The initial stirrings of genetically modified crops incited reactions of disbelief and concern, likening these developments to the narrative of Mary Shelley's gothic chimera. Fast forward to the turn of the century, and genetically modified organisms, from crops to livestock, are an agricultural norm with a substantial percentage of produce on U.S. soil bearing the mark of genetic alteration. Species have been optimized for various traits, cows that produce vats of milk, chickens laying eggs in prolific numbers, and pigs engineered to grow to gargantuan proportions for meat production. Amid such advancements, society is poised on a precipice, glancing hesitantly toward a future where genetic engineering might extend its reach to humanity itself, while designing genetically modified humans remains in the realm of science fiction. It's an eventuality that is increasingly occupying scientific discourse. We are still in the process of fully deciphering our genome's intricacies. Thus, the prospect of re-engineering ourselves is a distant one. Nevertheless, the conversation should not be stymied by its futurism. The implications of modifying our genetic endowment are vast and complex, rich with ethical and existential nuances. So we find ourselves grappling with a question that is not just of scientific concern, but of profound philosophical weight. Even if we possess the capability to cure genetic maladies through engineering, ought we exercise it? In this burgeoning chapter of genetic intervention, the decision is not solely about the power of what we can do, but about the wisdom of what we choose to do. Part 8 Gene therapy's scientific promise tarnished by the dark legacy of eugenics. The shadows of history can often stretch far into the future, casting a pall over even the most promising of scientific endeavors. 
Such is the case with gene therapy, which, despite its potential to heal, must contend with the chilling historical specter of eugenics. Coined by Francis Galton, a cousin of Charles Darwin, in 1885, eugenics emerged with a vision to engineer superior humans, guided by the hand of selective breeding for genetic excellence. This pursuit, once considered a beacon of progress, is now a byword for inhumanity, due in part to its association with the atrocities of Nazi Germany. However, the United States too has a disquieting history with the eugenics movement. At the dawn of the 20th century, American scientists, buoyed by public support, embarked on an unsettling quest to excise what they deemed inferior elements from society. Those labeled as mentally deficient, alcoholics, and drug addicts were all targets of a campaign to forthrightly cull the genetic lines deemed unworthy of continuation. By 1911, sterilizing those considered genetically unfit became a sanctioned activity within the United States, masquerading as a civic duty. Eugenics enjoyed not only mainstream scientific backing, but also the endorsement of literary luminaries such as H.G. Wells and even esteemed political figures like President Theodore Roosevelt and the young Winston Churchill. Despite its grotesque misapplication in history, the concept of genetic selection lingers in modern practices, such as prenatal screenings for Down syndrome. Parents, when faced with the potential of birthing a child with this condition, must weigh the option of terminating the pregnancy, a choice fraught with ethical complexity. In this delicate balance, however, lies the stark distinction from the draconian dictates of true eugenics, the essence of choice, the freedom for parents to decide the course of their family's future, sets current practices apart from the coercive and authoritarian eugenic policies of the past, where the state usurped such intimate decisions. As we navigate the possibilities opened up by gene therapy and other genetic advancements, it is imperative to heed the lessons etched by history. The potent tools of genetics must be wielded with the utmost ethical consideration, ensuring that choice and humanity preside over any manipulation of life's code. In this way, we can steer clear of past transgressions and move forward with a science that holds the potential for healing, not harm. Part 9. Pondering the Forces That Shape Us The Interplay Between Genes and Free Will The age-old question of human agency and autonomy pivots on the fulcrum of free will, that philosophical golden fleece that has intrigued thinkers for centuries. Are we truly captains of our fate? Or are our courses charted by the genetic winds that filled the sails of our ancestors? The concept of biological determinism challenges the bedrock of individualism. The idea that our genetic endowment might tether us to certain destinies, molding our thoughts, predilections and behaviours, is unsettling. There's a resistance to the notion that we could be programmed by our DNA, an intricate organic code that whispers the agendas of lineage and evolution. Contrastingly, social determinism presents a narrative where environment reigns supreme. The idea that society's influence, the contingencies of upbringing, culture, and socioeconomic contexts, sculpts our identity seems more palatable. 
We accept, perhaps too easily, the premise that life's matrix of experiences and interactions can determine outcomes like marriage, longevity, substance reliance, or the proclivity for violence. But could it be that we're so attuned to blaming society for our personal script because it offers a convenient scapegoat, one that absolves us of a measure of responsibility? Does it allow us to externalize the locus of control, pointing to external factors as the puppeteers of our behavior? In acknowledging the sway society holds, are we not conceding that our self-authored sense of free will could be a comforting illusion? masking the more complex interplay between genetic inheritance and environmental influence. The acceptance of genetic influence does not sound the death knell for personal autonomy. Awareness of our biological predispositions need not chain us to preordained paths. Rather, it can grant clarity as we navigate life's journey. To recognize the genetic undertow is not to drown in it, but to learn to swim with cognizance of the currents. Choosing to embrace the dual citizenship we hold in the realms of biology and society does not entail relinquishing free will. Instead, it's a challenge to reconcile our sense of agency with the understanding that we are influenced by both genetic legacy and societal currents. Ultimately, the discourse surrounding determinism, whether genetic or social, begs us to examine the very essence of what makes us human. Reflecting on the potential dominion of our genes over our actions should not strip us of the power to choose our responses to them. It may even grant us profound insights, allowing us to become more compassionate and accepting of ourselves and each other, knowing full well the complex tapestry of forces that weave the story of our lives. Final Summary In the grand narrative of scientific discovery, The completion of the human genome map stands as a defining chapter, a leap into uncharted territories of our very essence. This monumental achievement ushers in an era teeming with potential, where the intricacies of our genetic makeup are laid out like a cosmic blueprint, offering answers that could reshape the human condition. With the genetic cartography of our species in hand, we glimpse the possibility of a future unshackled from the inheritance of disease. The intricate language of our DNA, once a mystery, now becomes an open book, each gene a word, each chromosome a page, revealing the profound complexities of life, health, and perhaps even the subtleties of our personalities. As the map of the genome unfurls, Scientists, ethicists, and society at large grapple with the promise and the peril of what lies ahead. The terrain ahead is rich with hope. Envision a world where genetic diseases are but a memory, where the very fabric of our being can be repaired and perfected. But the journey is fraught with profound ethical considerations. With the power to read and edit our genome comes the responsibility to wield this knowledge with caution, ensuring that we do not repeat the historical transgressions of eugenics, but instead navigate a course that honors our shared humanity. The map of the human genome is more than a scientific triumph. It is a beacon that illuminates the path to a brave new world of medical and existential discovery, beckoning us to ponder our place in the universe with newfound depth. Here lies the promise of a new age, an age of enlightenment at the intersection of genetics, medicine, and the timeless quest to understand what it means to be human.
Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.